Yo, yo, welcome back, BTB Army, and welcome to a brand new episode of the globally infamous Behind the Baller podcast, brought to you today by Quip and also by DB Picks. By the way, this is a Dust Brothers production, which means you are listening to a museum quality podcast, aka this is professional podcasting. I am your host, Ben Baller, aka Mr. I Told You So, aka Mr. I Always Get the Last Laugh, aka the Korean Philip Seymour Hoffman. Ladies and gents, today we have a great episode. We're going to talk about Cabo San Lucas, a little review, some pro tips on Cabo, right? Which hotels give you the best bang and uh, which don't, okay? Still no love from Dictator Mark. Uh, Bosch was fucking everything again. NBA Finals, who's going to take it? My boy Steve will do it throughout a $50,000 chain, but didn't. I'll explain. Some dumb fuck in the UK had surgery to become a Korean K-pop star. My tops Kyle Lewis card just dropped. And more importantly, the winner of the $60,000 Rolex Rolls Gold Day Date 40mm 60th anniversary watch will be announced today on my Instagram Live at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and more on a brand new yang-banging episode of the BTB show. Miles, Jordan, Lakey, let's fucking go. As always, this show is recorded in 8K high Doge Phoenician sound. Doge is chilling, 25 cents, all good. Bitcoin is up, crypto's good. What's not good are the altcoins, and I don't give a fuck about any of that bullshit, all them shit coins. So anyways, before we get into my Cabo review and the much-needed family vacation, I made a new friend um, somewhat recently. Uh, I, I started hearing about dude, you know, indirectly. Um, I didn't know much about them and everything, right? But his name is Steve Will Do It, okay? He's a co-founder, co-owner of the Nuck Boys and Happy Dad Seltzer. Very young dude, super successful. Um, a lot of people are like, yo, Ben, how could you be friends with this guy? He's a Trump supporter. And uh, my response is, look, man, even Michael Jordan misses shots. Okay, he missed some shots, right? Yo, Steve's a good kid. He's only 22 years old. He's making eight figures a year easy, right? I think he could possibly come close or actually become a billionaire one day. Like he's that lit. He's he's really killing it. So anyways, again, I'm not too familiar with the Nut Boys. I, I've never watched any of the videos. There is some videos I see of that dude, Salim, the uh, moaning in people's ears. I love that kid, right? But okay, so these guys, their thing is full send, right? Um, I met Steve through my bro, John Shahidi. Uh, John Shahidi is a part of their family now, right? He also has a small piece of happy dad and everything. Him and his brother, Sam, love these guys. And John used to run 
Mike Tyson and Floyd Mayweather and a bunch of other very famous celebrities' social media accounts, right? He has a company called Shots. He's had some video games. He's had success in the tech space. Smart dude, very good dude. Um, I'm actually the person who introduced John Shahidi to Justin Bieber, okay? And from that moment on, John's career took off. He's mentioned it on different shows publicly. He tells me all the time, and it's all good. I'm, you know, it's, it's love, right? Him and Bieber are still very close friends to the day, super close. Anyways, he connected me with Steve, we'll do it. And Steve, you know, randomly, uh, he DM'd me one time, was like, yo, can I ask you for some advice? Is that cool? Can we talk? Yeah, just super respectful. You know, whatever. he's such a crazy dude online, whatever. I was like, yeah. So, you know, he'd ask me for advice on random things, jewelry, watches, whatever, cars, Bitcoin, all types of stuff. And I was glad to help him out. You know, all good. I had no idea again how young he was, but who cares, right? Finally, um, he kept telling me about Doge chains and all kinds of shit. He's like, yo, what's up with this Bitcoin chain you got? Like, what's up? I want to get something done. I know you're busy. And I was like, you know, dog, don't even trip. Say no more. I'm going to fit one of these Bitcoin things in and I'm going to make you a crypto chain, a custom joint. I'll make you something chunky, show you love on the price and everything. And even though I know you got paper, it was just about the relationship. I could see this dude's making moves. It's all good. So yes, I made him a chunky, big rock diamond Bitcoin chain, white gold, VS or better. This was the biggest Bitcoin chain I've ever made. It's heavy, chunky, solid, all that good shit, okay? So he comes to the MDM this weekend, Million Dollar Man Cave, right? And picks it up. He's going to actually vlog it, right? We've already filmed all the footage. He's going to vlog it this Thursday on his YouTube channel, which gets tens of millions of views. I'm sure even more than that. And so for 4th of July, you know, I had a very chill family barbecue. All the usual suspects that I usually have around. It's never more than 10 people in my cribs, usually family. And I just had a bunch of, you know, we had barbecue, ribs, uh, burgers, bratwurst, all that shit. You know, my voice has, uh, you know, hors d'oeuvres, little you know, crackers and fucking uh, cheese and all that shit, you know, rosé, uh, uh, seltzers, all the stuff. And we, you know, I ate a shitload of bratwursts and I got food coma. And I went swimming after, which is always a bad idea, but my kids were swimming. So like, I took a little nap. I fell asleep, right? So I wake up from this hour nap and I go to my IG. What's up? What the fuck? I get these notifications. I seen that Steve Will Do It had tagged me in some of his IG story videos. By the way, he gets 800 at least he gets over a million views on his instagram stories fucking nuts right this fucking guy got drunk somewhere in the oc and gave away his custom chain okay an hermes link right solid heavy to be exact um it this is the same chain that i made drake you know and i forgot the fucking song is called fucking is it doc chester or doc George? what the fuck a fucking name song where, where drake says Ice Blue Mink, Hermes Link. That shit came from me. Anyways, so I get this text from Steve. And he's like, dude, I'm drunk. I gave away the chain. You made me. I'm sorry. I need to get a new one. <laughs> and I reply back just LOL and wow. Like, okay, fuck it, you know. Um, good news. I thought he gave away everything. It didn't look, I don't understand. The video is kind of confusing. He said, but I kept the Bitcoin pendant. That's where the real money is. So thank God. Okay, so he's going to get a new chain from me. Um, I got a feeling he's going to be coming by my new store soon. And, 
he's going to be grabbing jewelry quite a bit. This dude just buys shit. He's just crazy. And, and you know, if he doesn't, I'm all good with it. I'm not, I don't force anybody. I don't need anybody to make no pieces or get no chains, get people hitting me up. So, oh, man, you see Tyler made a new chain with us. Who cares? I know Alex. Alex is a good dude. I'm surprised he went to Alex, which is great. It's even cooler. He went to a, you know, to a lesser name, talented dude, whatever. Great for him, bro. Don't care. Speaking of which, when I'm talking about jewelry, my brand new remodeled and larger IF & Co. flagship store is now open at the Beverly Center in Beverly Hills. Please come by. We've kind of been doing a soft opening, you know what I'm saying? There's a couple things I want to add, but it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, it's bigger, okay? We are open from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. I'm pretty sure it's going to change to 9 p.m. soon. The store, again, is much larger. It is big. It is, this is... I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, I'm impressed. I can't fucking believe it. This is my store. Definitely don't pull up. All right. So now, Cabo, right? Before uh, we begin, this was the best family trip that I've taken so far as I've been a dad with three kids out of that, okay? It is not easy to take three young kids out of the country, right? Passports, is everything plane ride. Our Cancun trip was pretty lit. It was our top vacation prior to this one. It's different because it was my brother-in-law's wedding. We had a lot of family there to take care of things here. It was just different. Definitely for sure Cancun was dope, okay? But this one hit just a little different. With the fucked up 2020 that everyone had, definitely was different, right? No, we didn't fly private. It's all good. Flew my entire family, first class, and my brother-in-law and his wife and his uh, and their kid joined us. But, uh, you know, I took care of the resort, which was fucking expensive as shit, but worth every dollar. All right. Uh, customs in Mexico, pretty laxed. Like, it was a breeze. You know, it, it didn't hold up just for shit. Okay. I suggest if you do fly in a Cabo, um, you could use this place called VIP Transportation. This is what it calls. Cabo San Lucas VIP Transportation. Look, got a custom brand new Sprinter van. Nice and modern with the TVs and everything. It fits 12 people, but for 10 people, to and from the airport to our resort and back, yo, it was 200 fucking dollars and a very small tip. It was it was very lit. My next trip to Cabo, though, I am going to rent a car. It is so easy to drive around there. I've been going there. I've been, like 20, I've been to Cabo 25 times, okay? Now, SJD Airport, which is Cabo's airport, back 20 years ago. This place looked like half of what Burbank Airport is now, right? They maybe had five gates. And I'm talking about just the main terminal. I ain't talking about the other, both terminals. Not the private aviation. I'm just talking about the Southwest area. This place is tiny. It's like they had like one terminal. You had to exit the plane like Burbank from the stairs. Like, but now, you know, it's, been a, it's been a few years, right? Now, shit is like better than... It looks like, it reminds me of Sacramento's airport, how super modern and shit, right? This shit's even better than that. This place has a fucking STK steakhouse in there. So you know money is not, they're not fucking around, okay? Tourism there has stepped up big time. Decent food court. They have mad Starbucks all over the place, shopping everywhere. They actually have a legit um, duty-free, obviously, for mostly for tequila and shit, right? Blew my mind. Blew my mind. As soon as you walk out of the fucking airport, they have two big ass outdoor bars, nice bars. I feel like you're in Hawaii. 
right? Except you weren't on the beach, you were at the fucking airport. It was crazy. They have bars. As soon as you walk out on the right, one that's even nicer, all the nice shit, they want you to get your drink on ASAP. It was lit, okay? Now, last time I stayed in Cabo, I stayed at the one and only, right? The one and only Palmia is the considered probably the top tier, nicest resort in all of Cabo, right? I'm not a big Airbnb dude, just not. If you're like, oh, privacy, no, fuck all that, right? I like to have 24-hour service and all that shit and everything, right? I want all that shit. I, I like the privacy and everything. One and only Palmia, that, that's where you get the privacy. But like, you know, I checked out the Nobu Hotel, right? You know, it's a five-star resort. It's nice. But, you know, um, didn't have the kids last time I went Cabo, right? So this time we stayed at a place called The Cape, okay, which is a Thompson Hotel. This place is motherfucking fire, all right? This was five stars of real luxury, the location itself is sort of hidden. It has a private beach. It's kind of on its own. It's small, but not really small. It's bigger than a boutique hotel, but it's nice. Okay, you know, and um, the the private beach, the water is kind of rough. So it's not really good for swimming with kids. If you're like an adult, want to go around cool, the water's a little colder there, right? You get some pockets of wind. I'm giving you all the negative stuff, giving you all the real, right? It's very nice to walk around that beach. There's an outdoor bathroom that's really nice. You can wash off your feet, take a shower out there, whatever. This place is good for professional surfers. And I say professional, definitely not amateur or intermediate surfers because they have reefs. Um, there's fucking people that were touching sea urchins and cutting their feet and shit and everything. The rocks will fuck you up. Look, do not try to go there if you're on some amateur shit, Okay. Now, as for the actual resort, this is one of the very few modern, contemporary, architectural-type buildings in all of Cabo. Most of Cabo is going to have the traditional Spanish-style buildings, which you know, I get it, okay? But it has three separate buildings, and the main lobby in the main building is breathtaking, all right? It's open so you can see the entire resort, Um full ocean view the landscaping is a one two right um that's actually the big difference between the four star and five star resorts in Cabo is the landscaping when you notice the level of the trees and the things the rocks and just the how like dedicated they are to taking care of that type of shit right um of course there's a gift shop in the lobby uh nearby there is a like a billiards table where you can play pool and then another uh, little like women's boutique shop, whatever. Then there's a lobby bar, which is really nice. And then further down, there's a restaurant called Manta. Manta is fucking excellent. It was excellent. Beautiful fucking restaurant. Um, just great food, everything. Five star, definitely top tier restaurant. On the lower level of the main building is the gym. And then their main restaurant, which is called The Ledge, where you can have breakfast, lunch, dinner, they had uh, coffee, all that shit. And then, of course, there's a pool area. There are two pools, one low-key pool and then one absolutely beautiful infinity pool with full service and, of course, a swim-up bar. Now, the other two buildings are a residence building and then the villa building, okay? Um, we were in the villa building, of course. We got the four-bedroom, 300-square-foot ocean view villa, which was fucking phenomenal right it was just uh under four thousand a night um this suite slept uh nine of us no problem nobody felt like they were being cramped 
There's no slight feeling. Even just being in the living room, everyone's chilling, having breakfast, have breakfast on the balcony. We had like a 700 square foot balcony. Shit was incredible. And it had nothing to do with the 3,000 square foot of living space. Our suite had everything, the works, right? Five bathrooms, you name it. It was fucking the shit. It was like a, a super nice condo, to be honest, right? Every room was en suite, right? Everything, um, shower, bath, you name it. Now the ledge, the restaurant, the ledge, uh, good. Not too crazy priced. Um, all the basic things. They have some American items like, you know, BLT, burger, you know, shit like that. They had this fucking habanero sauce that I was addicted to. I put all my fucking eggs every morning. Eggs, frijoles, uh, fucking um, chorizo in my omelets, fucking huevos uh, uh, cheros. This sauce was off the chain. And you have cafe every morning. It's fucking amazing. Now, the ledge is definitely not cheap. Definitely not expensive at all, right? I want to say that like Cheesecake Factory pricing, you know what I'm saying? Well, nothing crazy, right? Now, the rooftop bar at the Cape is fucking A1. This is the spot. Like, Manta is the restaurant. They're high-end, top-tier, like fucking Spago or whatever you want to call it. Definitely much nicer than Javier's. You know, it, it's just the rooftop bar is fucking amazing. They got tapas and food there, but just the view and the vibe is just, man, that's like their club. You need a reservation to go there unless you're staying in their villas. And for any of the bars or restaurants that they have right now, currently, they are not taking any reservations or any outsiders. You have to be a hotel guest at the time right now for you to visit any of the places inside the Cape. Um, oh yeah, we had to wear a mask anytime we weren't eating or inside the pool, which kind of got annoying, right? But it, you know, hey, the Delta variant is getting scary. I don't know if it's in Mexico and I'm not gonna talk about it. You know, like, look, motherfuckers should get vaccinated. I'm not trying to push on anything. I let you guys know what the fuck what real was. And that whole year, it is what it is. But people need to be safe. Anyways, Mexico, Cabo, all of a sudden got uh, real strict again with, with like the COVID rules and shit. And they couldn't have like, you know, we had a party at 10 with the kids. So like, you know, we had to be sad some certain area. They couldn't book people in the same. It was weird. But we, uh, speaking of COVID, we were able to have real COVID tests taken at the hotel. I think most hotels or almost all hotels provide that service, but this one had a mini hospital in the hotels, which was nice. Okay. So we got our results a few hours later at the hotel. They printed them out. My concierge there, by the way, A1, amazing. Okay. And um, um, yeah, they printed out the sheets for us so that we can take them to the airport and have to do it customs or whatever. Anyways, while we were there in Cabo, of course, we hit my favorite, Edith's, right, which I've been going to since the 90s. Um, Edith's owns the office and a couple other side spots, but they opened a new joint, and uh, we decided to check it out. It's called Tres Sirenas, I guess that means Three Dolphins, I'm not sure, um, which is their, their latest restaurant, right? Literally 20 feet across the street from Edith's. Edith's was sold the fuck out every night, boom, had to pull some strings. And uh, by the way, Tres Sirenas was slamming Okay, they specialize in steak and seafood, and we got all of that. We had lobster. We got six-pound lobster. We got two huge tomahawk steaks. We got motherfucking fresh fish. We got jumbo shrimp that was the motherfucking size of a Big Mac. This shit was crazy, okay? And um, the, the steaks were delicious. But, but listen, to be real, I actually can't remember ever eating a decent steak in Cabo before or even caring to, right? You know, 
mostly about seafood and like, you know, the Mexican food, right? The seafood, by the way, for this entire trip was just insane. The freshest, the best. Most of our fish entrees consisted of fish that was caught two or three hours at the latest, okay? Even my fucking fish tacos by the pool were lit. My wife ordered a spicy tuna hand roll at the pool and it was fucking better than sugarfish. It was no joke, okay? So yes, I let go of my diet. I didn't go full retard, but you know, I had a full Coca-Cola one and um, I had some French fries, I had a little bit of rice, I had some bread, but I, I didn't go crazy. So now, um, I forgot if it was Wednesday or Thursday or whatever, we hit Vegas Dave's favorite spot, Mango Deck. Which let me, t- let me just break this down for you, okay? Mango Deck is probably one of the most famous spots in Ala Cabo, but ain't nothing special, okay? This is just a chill spot. The location is great, and that is it. And the location is great. We use it to kill time, and so the kids could swim out the water there. It's a little clear. It's more calm. Um, you know, big, uh, um, what the fuck are they called? Cruise ships. They dock right over there, the marina and stuff. It's just a regular-ass place that has regular food. Food is pretty good. You know, for kids, like watered down, right? But... Their food is like on the level, like it's like a little better than bubblegum shrimp. Like it ain't nothing special, okay? They got great frozen margaritas. Definitely have great daiquiris. They got beer deals. Um, they did serve A1 water there, you know, literally it's on the beach, literally on the beach, 10 feet from the water, whatever, or 20 feet from the water. And when the pandemic wasn't going on, this was the spot for partying, for fucking spring break, for fucking... Um, frat parties and all the crazy ass, just super party. They have wet t-shirt contests there. Like, like they'll literally have a wet t-shirt contest and it gets crazy in there. It's like, they, they go fucking ham, right? Again, super frat boy college party spot, right? So I meet the general manager because people are saying that, by the way, you know, I, I actually was surprised at how much I was getting stopped and bothered in my own resort, wherever I, I was really, this was the first time in Mexico where I had that happen, Okay. So I meet the general manager of Mango Deck, and the dude has no idea who Vegas Dave was. Showed him a picture even, three different types of pictures. I said, short little midget motherfucker, you know, looks like a fake fucking Simone, don't know what the fuck he is, looks old and is old, no idea. Fucking total clown. I actually texted Dave four times, his pussy ass didn't want no smoke, fucking loser again, spending his money, buying comments, buying fucking bots, buying fucking... Uh, likes, buying views. It's just, bro, stop it. Have you not heard of fucking Instagram? Um, what the fuck is it called again? Where they do an audit. They do an audit, bro. You have 37% real followers. And I don't even believe that. Anyways, enough about that. Um, Mango Deck. Yeah, right there at the beach, Madonna Beach. My kids got to go on jet skis. London had a fucking the best time of his life. Kaya got her hair braided. She looked so cute. It was, they did it so fast. It was crazy. Did it like in 10, 15 minutes. She looked so different. Then we walked right next door, literally tapping the same, like just barely sharing like um, ropes, like not even a gate, just ropes. Next door is the world famous uh, office restaurant, right? And, um, they literally have the best chilaquiles I've ever had in my life, okay? Their Mexican breakfast is off the chain. Even the fucking just enchiladas are good. And all of Cabo. By the way, you will never have a bad quesadilla in Mexico. If you notice, Mexico doesn't have steroids 
or feed hormones to their cows or anything. So the milk is good as you don't worry about that milk tastes good. Their cheese is always going to be good. Just a fucking quesadilla is always going to be lit. Okay. But yeah, the office has just great food. Lunch, you know, uh, I haven't been there for dinner before, but I'm sure it's fine. Uh, I don't know if people go there for dinner, but yeah, I ran into an old buddy of mine as soon as I got up there, right? I had a reservation. Uh, Dustin, Korean dude. He uh, um, can't get too deep into it because he kind of lives low on the grid. But I've known him since he was literally a teenager and now he's crushing it financially. And um, I had to call the concierge to get me a table at the office. This dude went above and beyond and actually got me a better table and like had them break some kind of protocol and shit, whatever. But my boy Dustin is like a super VIP there. So he made it a better experience. He actually was the one who set up, if you watch my stories, that crazy... um, Fuck dude's name is the Mexican Rambo, where he pours Clase Azul shots down your throat and hits you with that fucking elephant trunk in the ear and all that stuff and everything. And um, that's like $50 a shot. If you do that whole experience, no big deal, whatever. But they got five different tiers of Clase Azul. And tell you the truth, I, I wasn't a really a big fan, but that shit tastes like water. It tasted perfect. It was incredible. Um, didn't know they had Clase uh, Mezcal Azul. They have a 2,000 bottle uh Ultra Classe Azul, which is like 15 Gs in a club. If you could even find it in the States, there was so much shit. They have an infamous wall with all the famous tequilas in Cabo that you can never get in America. You'd have to only get it there. And uh, my wife and her family thought that the office was our best meal in Cabo for this trip. But honestly, we ate so fucking good every single day and every meal. I cannot call it. Okay. All in all, it was a it was a very, very nice five nights, six days in Cabo San Lucas. And um, me and my wife started coming here like, like right when we started dating, like around 2010, you know. Um, we brought London there several times. Riders come before once, before this. But um, look, now for everyone else out there, when it comes to resorts, if you want to find a kid-friendly spot and you got a little bit of money you can spend a little bit here and then you want to have a nice vacation, then for you guys, that are new to this, I suggest you stay at Casa Dorada, all right, which is right there, Madonna Beach, literally um, near the marina, aka downtown, two-minute walk or less to Edith's, two-minute walk to fucking um, the office, one-minute walk to Mango Deck. It's all right there. It is a legit four-star, maybe like four-and-a-half-star resort. Uh, my boy Lil John was one who put me up on it. It's not all-inclusive, but it is a kid-friendly it is a very, very kid-friendly resort, and it's good. They got oceanfront suites and everything. Um, it ain't five-star, and you'll see it. It's, it's good. Everything you could possibly need at your access is there. It's not priced too bad. They got a decent pool. They got decent spots to eat inside. Um, but most of the location, you can't beat it, okay? They got a great breakfast buffet. Um, now, if you're looking for something a little more sexy, uh, and you're not going with kids, Mikabo is right next door to Casa Dorada, but it's not good for kids again. In fact, it's this is a pretty much an adult-only hotel. But they got a pretty good dope nightclub there. And it's like, you know, it's it's if you're dudes, there's girls there. It's 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 good. Now, for those who are on a baller budget, meaning no budget at all, right? You want to be super secluded and not see anyone, and your name is John Mayer, then you want to go to the one and only Palmia, which I said it, I stayed up before. Um one and only Palmia is the Four Seasons Ritz-Carlton, but really on that level because there's the, um, where they open the montage and the montages, but it's just saying the one and only Palmia is, that's just, it's crazy. I like it over Las Fontanas. 
If you want to be on the super down low, like if you got a fucking, you are having a fucking affair or some shit, which is terrible, I know, but that's the spot for sure. Very low key. A1, they are going to do above and beyond whatever you need. Now, if you want to get great sushi in Cabo, I suggest Nixon, N-I-C-K space S-A-N, Nixon. Even over Nobu, they have a few locations. Uh, Nixon is excellent. The Toro sashimi is fresh. It's fucking incredible, okay? They're... Uh, scallops, gyoza, so good. All their food is so good. Um, you don't have to pay Matsuhisa prices too. It's actually priced fairly decent. For those of you who are on a little bit of a budget, look, Ryu is not a bad deal at all. Okay, R-I-U, not a bad deal. All-inclusive resort. It's just big, a lot of people there. You know, the Ziva, the Hyatt Ziva in Cabo is very good. It's all-inclusive. You don't have to worry about food, no drinks, nothing. Alcohol, you do got to pay for, but I'm saying like just chilling food and everything, you got to worry about it. That's where you get all the bang for your buck for sure, right? I haven't been to those spots since the Jonas days, but I have friends who've been. They've had a good time. It's always a good time in combo regardless, okay? Oh, pro tip. For those of you who want great seating at any pool in any resort, in any seat, not just Cabo, anywhere, you got to wake up at like 7 a.m., maybe 8 a.m. latest, but the earlier the better, Leave a t-shirt, leave a towel, leave a book or something personal on the pool beds, okay? Um, like you go find the fucking best pool beds by the pool, and you know, best, maybe you want the shade, maybe whatever. Wherever you see something, go down there, leave some towels, leave, not towels that they have, you know, at the hotel, I mean, at the, at the pool, you know, a t-shirt, something personal. They're not going to steal it, some suntan lotion. And when you come back, you don't have to worry about reserving anything, you know, or trying to find some fucking where to sit or sit far the fuck back. You know what I mean? That's just the best thing for you to do. It, trust me, it works all the time. Big spots, fancy hotels, whatever hotels, it's the best. Um, while we were at the Cape, we rented a private cabana for two days in a row. It was low-key a waste of money because the kids wanted to stay in the pool. And, you know, you can't really tan from the cabana so my wife was like watching the kids and everything else. And you could still get full service foods, drinks from the pool, all that stuff. Shit. We spent more money at the pool beds than we did inside the cabanas. Okay. Um, for nighttime, if you're with your families, you know, obviously playing games, play Uno, watch TV, whatever, family time. For those you want to go out, there's all types of shit downtown. There's fucking clubs, there's everything, right? For me, I just chill, smoked a joint. Um, I rewatched season seven, aka the final season of Bosch, which guys again, so fucking good. I can't stop saying how good this season was. You must watch it. Okay. Now I just heard that there might be a spinoff on Bosch. It's the best fucking news. I actually heard it at the airport when I was in Cabo. Now, for those of you who have not watched a single episode of uh Bosch, please skip 60 seconds, maybe even less. 60 seconds, just skip. Because it's a small spoiler, okay? So now that Harry Bosch has given up his badge and become a private investigator, if you guys remember, that's what it is, um, and his daughter was going to become a cop, so I don't know what's going on with that, right? But I heard from the trades that there might be a spinoff. So I am fucking juiced. Like, I can't wait. Like, I thought I was like, fuck, it's so sad. It's over, fuck. Um, anyways, let's get into a quick break. And uh, jump into a word from our sponsor, Yo Miles. Hit the army off one time with the Lakey Beat, and we'll be right back.
fill in the blank. Brush, floss, then. If you didn't say rinse, you may not be getting a complete clean. Mouthwash is a key part of your whole mouth's health because it gets between teeth to kill bad breath germs and help strengthen enamel. Thankfully, the oral care experts at Quip created a super simple way to make mouthwash part of your daily oral care routine. Mouthwash hasn't changed much in the last 30 years. The bottles are still big and bulky, made from a ton of plastic and filled with mostly water. Thankfully, the oral care experts at Quip are bringing your rinse into the 21st century, giving you more of the ingredients you need and less of the stuff you can get from your faucet. Quip's new refillable mouthwash kills bad breath germs and helps prevent cavities by pairing their four times concentrated formula with a sleek refillable dispenser you won't want to hide underneath your sink. Quip's rinse has no alcohol or artificial colors and the dispenser's compact footprint fits any bathroom, big or small. Head to quip.com slash baller5 right now and you can get $5 off a mouthwash starter kit. That's $5 off a mouthwash starter kit at getquip.com slash baller5. Okay, guys, real important. If you are one of the many who bought a tee or hoodie off of strawberry.af and you entered this contest, which you didn't even know, you don't have to do anything, you're just, you're just entered, then listen carefully. All you had to do was just buy one of each. I mean, or just buy at least one thing, whether a hoodie or a tee. Now, a tee gets you one entry. And if you bought a hoodie, you get three entries, okay? And the grand prize is a $60,000 rose gold Rolex presidential day date 40 millimeter, right? 60th anniversary green dial, beautiful fucking watch. It is a giveaway. Someone is going to win it. That is for sure. We created a spreadsheet that took 17 man hours to put together, okay? Today at 5 p.m. Los Angeles Pacific time, we are going to announce the winner live on me and Kai's Instagram page, okay? Go to our live, five o'clock sharp. It will be totally random. We'll use random.org randomizer, full transparency. Make sure you tune in, okay? We will mention you by first and last name. So good luck. And this was such a success. It was 10 times smoother than the last one. This is fully legit. Nothing that we did was wrong. Everything was fully all G, all right? So um, we're probably gonna do it again. Maybe around Christmas, but I think, fuck it. Maybe we go even crazier. Maybe a $100,000 watch. I don't know. By the way, if you do win, just know you get a cash. There's a cash option, right? I'll give you 45 G's cash if you don't want the watch. Can't beat that. Okay. Now. Fuck, man. Real emotional, man. Yesterday was a very sad day for me. Like, no joke. Real shit. Uh, I got real emotional. To start off my 4th of July, my assistant of almost 10 years, Sean, is moving to Florida. And after that, he's going to finally start his own career and some of his passion projects. Smart kid. He's supposed to have a lot of money. You know, um, no joke. He is one of the best human beings I've ever met in my life, ever known in my life. He is a great personal assistant. 
and an excellent worker. Very trustworthy. Never thought, he would never even think of t- taking 25 cents. Good dude. Never leaked a secret out. Never d- anything. Worked hard, was paid well, stayed in the cut. Right, so Sean, love you, bro. We'll miss you. Thank you for everything that you've done for me and my family. So to find a replacement will be tough for sure. Going to need to search for an assistant soon, and they will need to be at least 25. Can't have some young kid. doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. No older than 32 or 33, right? Just kind of like, there's a certain cusp, you know, of um, that age. Anyways, no kids. Um, that's trouble because uh, responsibility, things you got to do. Going to have to sign a mean NDA. It's not a walk in the park with me. There's a lot of shit going on, privacy and security-wise. Uh, you got to be good with kids. Um, you don't have to interact with kids, but I'm saying, you know, you're running kids, you be cool, right? Uh, you have to pass several background checks. You will have to have at least a 680 great credit score. You also have to have a car, a license with no issues, right? Um, pay is going to vary. Sean was making um, 100K this last year, right? Took a while. You know, he started off at like almost minimum wage, but, you know, pay varies as it takes some time to train to do some things. I don't know. Um, I don't have my assistant run to go get me coffee or small shit like that. That's a totally separate thing. I have an intern do sometimes, but this probably means it'll probably be a part-time job for a while just so I can figure out, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, training and things like that and make sure that family is safe and, you know, following protocol and all that stuff. So if this fits you, then I'll send an email address soon of where to apply. Um, Sean has made, made some fucking lifetime networks. Do connect with me. He made a lot of money, you know, but also the connects. He was smart. Didn't need me to do things. He was just very, very helpful. Okay. Do not message the email, the Gmail ad- email address because that was Sean's. And that email address, the BBDTC uh, at Gmail, you know, Ben Bar did the car at Gmail. That's going to dissolve soon with him. I'm going to figure out what we're going to do with the website. We're going to figure it out. This one. Bottom line is I wish Sean the best on his new ventures. Seriously, great guy. I have been legit sad for the last... Uh, 24 hours at least. Now, about last night's uh, last episode, right? Uh, was it uh, 196, right? I think. I appreciate the emails and DMs from the Army, from other people, especially Filipinos, about the latest episode in regards to not Dictator Duterte, but Dictator Mark. For those of you know, you know. Um, bro's got to take care of his people, Okay. Like, word of advice from big homie to ex-little homie, bro, take care of your people. It's not a good look, okay? The perfect word to describe you, bro, is mayabang. You are so fucking mayabang, it's crazy. For those of you who aren't Filipino, ask a Filipino what that means, okay? But when you're a boss, and if you have kids, you will treat people differently. Trust me, this is just a fact. Yes, I know I said it before, but for those of you who work with you with kids, they're gonna, it's just gonna be different, okay? Life hits different once you become a parent. And sidebar, this is my show. The last time I checked, right? I, I, I had to think about that. Is this, is this the Dust Brothers show? I mean, we're a collective, but this is my show. So yeah, I, I shoot a lot of free game on here, yeah, right? But I might make an episode or I might have a 20-minute topic that only 50 people may relate to. And guess what? I won't give a single fuck. Why? Because 
I love wide ranges of perspective. And sometimes, you know, people need to hear things to give them better insight on my stories of who I am. Or for some people who've been in random scenarios and they like to hear the shit. So just so you know, this is my show. It's always going to be my show. Okay. FYI, uh, the moment I landed back in LA, my diet was back on. Not 100%, but I'm not going to be as aggressive, as crazy, but I'm definitely going to keep it chill. Um, No rice. You know, I might have rice once a month. You know, there might be some slight cheat days on Sundays. And that means that, you know, I might have a chill song cider, but um, I might have a little bit of alcohol. I may have a little bit of bread. But uh, yeah, no, that just to let you guys know, you guys, what the fuck? But yeah, I started feeling like, you know, I was like, ah, oh, damn, I don't feel as crispy anymore. Just off little, little fucking things. Snickers bar, whatever. Anyways, now pivot to this dumb fuck. Um, I don't know his name. I don't want to look for it. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. Most of you guys who keep up with news. But some British guy, some white guy in the UK decided to have plastic surgery, change his name to G-Man, which is like a dude from fucking BTS, right? To make himself look like a K-pop star. He literally got surgery. He just looks like the fucking uh, a baby Lion King. He looks retarded, okay? Now, he said he did this because he says, I identify as a Korean and it makes me feel better. So I am now Korean. That's why I'm gonna be Korean from now on. I am not white. I am a Korean because it's my life. So uh, there it is. Yeah, bro, you're you're Korean. <laughs> Look, get all the way the fuck out of here, bro. You need to get beaten up by people in the streets. Like, be yourself, bro. You hate being yourself. So I be somebody else. Just fuck this. No, bro. That's why I said jokingly when Jimmy, Jimmy Lovato said all shit about mothers. They should be called birthers, all that stuff. And all that other non-binary bullshit, non-binary fucking, you shouldn't do, this is transphobic, having a baby. Shut the fuck up, bitch. I jokingly said this, but I can't just say I'm German when I'm not. I'm going to say, I'm like, you know, guess what? See, I just feel like being German today. And that's where it's going. That's where the world is going. Like, you know, don't fucking make people for the decision. Should have, no, fuck that. That's not how things work. If you say, well, no, you're miscon... No, I'm not misconstruing fucking nothing. I'm not misconfused. I'm not confused about shit. Okay? I can't say that I got 100% on my test when I didn't, when I got a 64. Okay? I can't say that my Escalade is a Rolls Royce. Stop the bullshit. Yes, there is an argument with trans people feeling a certain way and everything. This ain't it. I ain't talking about them. Talking about some other shit with some ridiculous shit that's going on. The world is getting weirder. It is getting softer. And we need to knock this shit off. Okay? Which leads me to this situation with the Olympics and Shikari Richardson, where she's been whooping ass. She went through a really, really uh, big deal. Lost in the family. Lost her mom. It has been the talk of the news. Black people, mostly. Everything. Look. Real quickly, I'm gonna knock this out super fast. Just, I'm not gonna make this, it ain't about color, it ain't about shit. Very fast. Number one, fuck the Olympics, okay? I don't really give a fuck, okay? Number two, the Olympics need to take marijuana off their ban list, okay? I get why it's on there. You know, it's a global exhibition, you know, sporting event, right? And if you get caught with one gram currently, because it's in Tokyo, right? If you get caught with one gram, one fucking gram 
of weed in Japan. It is 10 years mandatory legit time in prison. Okay? Number three, if you work for a job and they have a no weed policy, right? You see the rules, okay? And you're an employee and you get caught smoking or, or you test positive for marijuana, guess what? You are fired, right? You knew the rules regardless of your personal situation, period. You're fired. You're done, okay? Number four, nobody is arguing that weed is good or bad. It ain't about that. Nobody's arguing that weed is good or bad. In fact, everyone knows that weed most likely will make you slower. That does not matter. That part is totally irrelevant. We are talking about rules, and that is simply it, all right, which gets me to the last number five. It's still the Olympics rules. It's been their rules. Whether weed laws have changed recently in America and Canada, that's their shit. That's the end of it on my end, okay? That's what makes sense. Now, if Shikari was my daughter, I would tell her the same shit. I'd be like, fuck it, let's go get him in four years. Don't smoke weed, you know, straight up. Fuck out of here. No racism involved. It sucks. But again, it's their bitch-ass rules. And you all you all know how much I love weed, right? Shit. You know, you know I love weed, but I'm not a professional fucking athlete, you know? So that's that's it. You know, you trade off. Can't have everything. Can't have everything your way. I love weed, which now we will pivot into a little bit about my strain drops. Um, this Wednesday... Uh, this Wednesday, today is Monday, this Wednesday, the 7th, I will be at Cookies in Sacramento, Cookies Sacramento, from 6 to 8 p.m. I will be there in full meet and greet mode. So if you're in or near Sacramento, please pull up, all right? Um, I will have surprise giveaways. I got some merch. All that shit that you've been seeing on the fucking, on the gram has been legit. Ain't no altered shit, okay? It's gonna be fun as fuck. And from every single person, who smoked Cat Dick or Jonas B, they have all said how gassed that shit was, how dank it really is, okay? We are saving my K-Town OG strain for my first official LA drop, then it'll go and trickle everywhere else. Like I said, I'm kind of keeping this only cookies fam right now. Of course, we'll expand, but why ruin a good thing? I'm saying, who does weed tours? I do, okay? Now, the weekend after, Bay Area, on July 16th, which is a Friday, I will be at Burner's Hate Street in San Francisco. Your boy BBDTC will be in the SFC. I will be there also again from 6 to 8 p.m. doing damn thing, okay? SF will be crazy. So will Sacramento. So please get there early to ensure you get enough time with the Korean John Cusack. Um, my boy Burner, who is cannabis royalty, he said he might pull up to SFC. You know what I'm saying? He might pull up to the SF City Drop. It's Hate Street. You already know it's a legendary area. But you know Frisco is going to show out for your boy. And by the way, my strain is selling out at all these cookies locations. So make sure you get to try my shit. Because you might fuck around and get some new genetics and change some shit around. But never ever will we change the cultivation we got the best shit smoking out there on the streets. No cap. All right. Shout out to my cultivation, Sky Pack Farms, my team, Joel and Dave. Yo, I can't wait to see you guys in the 916 in just about 48 hours. 
All right. So yeah, happy 4th of July. Weird year. Didn't get to see any fireworks this year. Um, last night, didn't get to see any. Makes me kind of sad, right? I don't know if you guys really know. I mean, I love fireworks. You know, fuck it. But anyone's following me since MySpace and way back, no, I love fireworks. I always have since I was a kid. So next year, I'll plan a trip somewhere with the kids so we can all see fireworks. Maybe maybe somewhere off the grid in the RV. I don't know. Maybe we do our own shit. I want to see some shit, right? Who knows? I don't know. Again, happy 4th to everyone. I believe today is the actual official national holiday. I don't know if shit is open today or not. I don't fucking know. Um, okay, guys, before we get into the NBA, my Dodgers have won seven straight. Doyers. Uh, you see Joe Kelly rocking that mariachi jacket at the White House. He's, I fucking love that guy. We are almost back in number one. Um, I didn't check if the Diamondbacks lost, did they? I don't know if they did. We're back number one. If not, whatever. Anyways, as of this podcast release... My Kyle Lewis Project 70 card is available now on tops.com. Please go get it. I know some of you fucks will say, oh, you always say every card is your best card. Cap. No, I don't. When I have a card I love, I let you know for sure that I love it. And this is my, you know, boom. Out of 20 cards, I might have said it two or three times, right? But if I can beat my previous card that I loved... And go harder. Isn't that the goal? Like what the fuck is really wrong. With some of you mongoloids. Okay. You should always strive for greatness. And better. This Kyle Lewis card. Is for the legit diehard Seattleites. The diehard Seattle sports fans. Okay. I tried to rep Emerald City the best that I could. By bringing back the old school Supersonics vibes. With the new school blood in Kyle. And by the way, he won 2020 Rookie of the Year. So look, go cop my card. It's available for what, two, three days. The links are in my social media bios. Look, I'll be doing some fresh ass giveaway for this card for sure. This is my favorite card. Definitely, I think this is my best card of Project 70. Okay, let's go grab that. NBA Finals time. Okay, guys, look. I I personally think Suns in four. Right? Shout out to that dude who knocked that motherfucker out. <laughs> uh, anyways, that means this is probably going to go five or six games, right? It's just, but look, I think the Suns got it. I think it's a lock. Mm. Without a fully healthy Giannis, yeah, man, I don't know, bro. No way Chris Middleton, PJ Tucker, and Drew Holiday are going to get it done in seven. I don't know. Again, look, this Suns team is vicious. They're the real deal. You know, they they just, they're, they're, I can't see it. And I'm not mad at the Suns either. You know what I mean? Fuck it. All good. I think CP3 deserves this more than anybody outside Russ or Dame. So, yo, let's fucking go. Pay attention to what's going on in these podcasts because we'll make you some money. Pay attention to the picks that DB Picks gives you because they went crazy last week. And by the way, I need to break it down. BTB Army, NBA Finals are coming tomorrow. NFL action is coming. MLB is in full swing. If you're anything like me, then you're all about that extra action when watching sports. For those who have been listening to the podcast since last fall, you know how we get down with picking game winners. This weekend was special, especially Friday when we went 13-2 and with MLB and NHL plays. Jordan Miles, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers, a.k.a. producers of this podcast, 
aka at dbpicswin on Instagram, are about this life. Professional podcasting by day and picking winners in the sports waging business by night. We have big things brewing on this front, so get in now before the price jumps up in the coming months. I'm not playing. The best part is that you hit up DBP, and if you say you are part of the BTB Army, you will get 20% off the top on your subscription. Make sure you follow at DBPicksWin on Instagram and Twitter, then DM for pricing. Have your money, make money, and have fun while doing this. All right, guys? So that's my shit with DB Picks. Yo, these motherfuckers are no joke. We got some shit coming up with my bookie too, man. Yo, not playing, but we're at the end of this show. I was going to do a story about this guy, Hush Puppy. You know, that fake con artist, tip fucking fuck boy, typical IG loser, dumb fuck who stole money and posted like his fake lifestyle and all this other bullshit, try to give motivational quotes. But like I said, look, I'm not going to waste my time getting into it. It's just funny because... I'm like 10 for 10 calling out the these legit, like the big douchebags. And early, I see it off top, you know. But anyways, listen, guys, that is it. We are three episodes away from episode 200 with Kid Cudi. Make sure you are subscribed to the show and tell everyone that you know about BTB. All right, guys, have a great week. Make it a great week. I'm out of here. Just look, this is not your practice life. Okay, I'll see you guys on Thursday. God bless. Peace.